Welcome to Two Travel Dads Podcast. Here we share our favorite destinations, travel tips, ideas for saving money, and stories from our adventures. Be sure to check out our show notes at twotraveldads.com slash podcast dash episodes. Hey, welcome to Two Travel Dads Podcast. I'm Rob, and um, Chris isn't with me, but I've got our handy-dandy other podcast um, host, Kelly. Um, you've hey. heard her before. Oh, there she is. Um, and we've got Lydia from um, Carson City. She works with Visit Carson City, and she is also a proud resident um, of the area. And we are going to be chatting all about Carson City. It's it's in that whole Reno-Tahoe area. It's the capital of Nevada. Um, it's gorgeous. If you haven't been, this is going to be your inspiration to go because it is really genuinely a jaw-dropping place. So um, welcome, Lydia. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to chat with you guys. I'm also I, glad you had such a great trip here. Oh my gosh. Did. It was so fun. It, it was the first trip that I've had. Well, first of all, in a long time because of coronavirus. <laughs> um, but the first trip that I've had where I came home and genuinely felt refreshed, which was amazing. I, I, I'm blaming the mountain air for making me feel so good. Beautiful so, weather will be there. Oh my gosh. It was, it was amazing. We only had that one day where it wasn't perfect. And even then it was just, it, I don't know, maybe it was being in the mountains and having just these beautiful, um, clouds roll over to wake us up. Like I woke up to one of the most beautiful sunsets on that stormy day. It was great. Yeah. Um, And the dusting of snow was really pretty. That was a bonus, especially coming from Florida. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, um, but d- jumping right in, um, being somebody who lives there in, you know, Carson city, Eagle Valley, that area, um, what is your favorite thing about living in such a cool part of Nevada? I, I know it isn't the type of Nevada, the, the landscape of Nevada that so many people think of. And I think for me, that'd be something special, but what makes it so special to you? Well, you guys, this is a funny story because I grew up in the flattest of flattest places in Southern Illinois with a lot of cornfields. So every day for me is still kind of uh, in awe uh, that I still get to live in a place like this. But it's even funnier because my husband did a job interview here and he's like, I got a job interview in Nevada. And I was like, Nevada? I'm like, really? Come on, man. (laughs) At the time we were living in South Dakota. So um, it wasn't that he's like, look up look up the Carson City area. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. I get it. I get it now. There's so many things I love about living here. And I get to really enjoy the whole area because I live a little bit south of Carson City and Carson Valley. Um, and then I get to work in Carson City. So I feel like I'm really spoiled. But as far as the Carson City area, it's truly just incredible the access that you have to the mountains and the access you have to nature, even just from downtown a five minute drive you're to the waterfall you guys went to and you can walk out your back door or take your mountain bike and go head up the hills and take some pretty awesome rides and then on top of it you're only a 30 minutes from tahoe so yeah so beautiful that you don't get to enjoy here and then in town you know we're a small town so you really we're about fifty five thousand people in carson city so you really get that that homey feel and I feel like our people are one of the most special things about this town because they're so welcoming and um, a lot of them are transplants too so they love to share what they love about the area too so um, I mean it's really just a hub for all things outdoors and yeah. you know, history and culture so I have no complaints yeah no I, I love that um, 
And and so thinking about that, you you mentioned biking, which that didn't even really occur to me about mountain biking, because <laughs> that's not something that I do because I'm terrified of you know flipping on a trail or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so on your day off, you know wh- where's the best spot that you like to go for either mountain biking or your go-to spot for hiking or where do you go when you're like I need to see some wildlife to just like recenter myself today what is what's your go-to what's your jam oh my gosh well I wish I could say that I'm an avid mountain biker but that's one thing like I said I grew up in the flatlands man so mountain bikes terrify me but I do am a trail runner and I love to hike and so um from Carson City that waterfall trail just makes my heart happy every time that I go there to the King's Canyon. That was nice. (laughs) So I love just kind of going there and and resetting. And even like on my lunch break, sometimes I'll just head down that way or drive out there just because it's so beautiful. So the Ash to King's Trail is probably one of the most uh, popular mountain biking trails in the area and hiking too. So it's a beautiful, beautiful trail um, that is even part of, uh, we have a couple of mountain biking events that happen here in Carson City every year. And that one is definitely a popular one and really beloved, especially by people in Tahoe when they come down when the snow is crazy, they still get to mountain bike in Carson City year round, even throughout the winter. So I would say, you know, anything in the in the Sierra Nevada area is beautiful, but I also love Prison Hill. It's such a cool area that's on the Eastern side of Carson City. And you get just kind of jaw dropping views of the area and of the whole Sierra Nevada range from that way. And you can even see kind of all of Eagle Valley. So I love to head over to Prison Hill too. And, um, and then I would say for the fall foliage, my favorite area is the Carson River Park area where you get to go along the river and see the trees and it's just neon yellow. Oh, it's so beautiful. September and October. So yeah, we, that's we, probably one of my favorites. We took time and we went over and did Riverview Park and walked the full loop Oh my gosh. It was, especially being from the Pacific Northwest where you have so many evergreens. Um, mm-hmm. It's not, I mean, you don't like you get some fall foliage, but nothing like what you guys have in Carson city. That was gorgeous. We played yeah, the, the Aspens were so beautiful. Yeah. I we had, we had fun playing. Um, we played influencer <laughs> and <laughs> We we were totally going for it. We were having our own little fall colors photo shoot. Loved it. It was fun. Yeah, it was really fun. I can imagine that it's a lot like I live in the Columbia River Gorge and in the spring through late autumn, it's kind of the competition of who has the most toys on their vehicle. It sounds like you guys might have that too with, you know, places to go in the water and Tahoe with boats and kayaks and places to hike and places to bike and you know, all the different toys attached to people's vehicles. It's pretty oh, funny around here. Absolutely. <laughs> it is quite a playground out here. I mean, even just an hour from Carson City is Fallon and they have a sand mountain, which a lot of people don't know about. So there's wow. and then all in the Pine Nut Mountains, which is the mountains on the eastern side of Carson City. There's trails that go for hundreds and hundreds of miles. And it is a playground wow, for anything TV. And so um, we get a lot of people that that come out and drive pretty far to go into the Pine Nut Mountains all around Carson City and and just play. And it was fun. Pretty. We got our Christmas tree out there this weekend, and we ran into so many dirt bikers and uh, UTVs and just people looking to you know play outside. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. 
I loved the rail bike. That was really fun. Oh, and it yeah. was, it felt like exercise, but it was also kind of like being on a roller coaster. So <laughs> I really loved that. And it was scenic and I loved that. That was, I think my favorite part. Yeah, I would, that I would agree. Like, it was beautiful um, doing that ride and they took off running with that. They had just launched this year in the oh, middle wow. of everything. And so wow. um, when the train from Virginia or from Carson City to Virginia City couldn't run, which is normally goes out of that same depot, they, they've been talking about the rail bikes for a couple of years now. And they're like, now is the best time that you could ever do it. So it's the VT railway, put that on and going down into that Carson Canyon is such a beautiful ride. And then to see wild horses along the way, I think it's really an attraction that's been drawing people from all over. Um, yeah, so it's we're, really we're so proud to have that really unique i really enjoyed that it was and it was all ages because you know yeah. if maybe grandpa's with you and he doesn't want to pedal he can just cruise in the back i got to do that once and then yeah, you, you did have the to pedal in the front <laughs> the motors really help on that way back up out of the yeah. canyon um, yeah. yeah it's really kind of it's for everybody and it's um it's something that we're really excited to have here yeah it truly like i, I do a, a ton of travel it's my job and that was the first time that I have gotten to do anything like rail biking. I loved it. And I think it's an excellent example that I can see other destinations who have either a similar past with mining or have that mountainous terrain. I can see them setting up something similar in the future because it rail biking out of Carson City was one of the coolest things I've done. I loved it. It was so cool. Yeah, that was fun. One of the other things that I thought was incredible about Carson City was its proximity to Lake Tahoe. For somebody who just loves to hike and also loves beautiful views, I thought that the proximity to Tahoe, number one, it surprised me because I really did think they were farther apart. <laughs> um, but gosh, it was just amazing to have just, I think we got there in what, 25 minutes maybe um, with zero mm -hmm. traffic just coming out of the city yeah. and just opening beautiful up. Beautiful drive. The view, the gorgeous view, the second you come down around that one corner. And I mean, it was, we also had a really cheesy exper experience where um, a bald eagle literally swooped down <laughs> as we gosh. came around that corner. <laughs> yeah. yeah, none of us had our cameras out, darn it, but we saw it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was awesome. But I think that's the other really wonderful thing that surprised me about getting to visit Carson City was proximity to Tahoe and all of the access points there on the Eastern shore. Really amazing. Oh yeah. Tight, I, I yeah. say that all the time. Like if you come to Carson City and you don't go to Lake Tahoe, you feel like you've probably done yourself a disservice because you know, <laughs> how could you not when you're that close and part of Carson City's, you know, we have a little bit part of that lake on the Eastern shore that you guys got to see and um, you know, that skunk Harbor area that when, once you get down there and you're, or you go over to Chimney Beach, that's really kind of the sliver of, of Tahoe that, um, that we get to claim, luckily. Um, mm -hmm. I think you have to go to Tahoe if you're here when you're that close. I mean, that's truly one of the most beautiful places in the world that's, you know, our backyard. And it so, is, you make really. Tahoe your destination or us your destination, I think, um, you know, seeing this whole region is really kind of what you have to do when you're, when you're here in northern Nevada. Um, we also love the hot springs. So you have to put a plug in for that, especially oh. because they had those rooms where if you just wanted to go just with your family and have two hours of just soaking in the beautiful mineral water, 
um, that was really enjoyable too. I really did. And you know what the, um, it was funny cause I got home and I've started researching like, where are the closest hot springs to us? We're going to have mm-hmm. to drive like eight hours. Oh, no. <laughs> you have beautiful blue springs full of manatees and alligators. So. I know, but going from like that beautiful mountain air and getting to like hang out and just soak in hot springs in the fresh air to nice. coming home and having 71 degree water to jump into it's it's not the same (laughs) (laughs) and that's something i really appreciate about carson city is it was just right there on the edge of town perfect loved it so moving to kind of you know the current state of things um with travel being so minimal in 2020 how has how has your area really been effective Have, have you seen that a lot of people just aren't on the go does it feel just like any other year Tell, tell me a little bit about how Carson City is making it through. I know here in Florida, it's its own story, but <laughs> what, what's up with Carson and, and how it's being impacted by 2020 as a whole? You know, we're really in an interesting predicament being so close to Lake Tahoe. So it's not as bad as we thought it was going to be, but it definitely, I wouldn't say it's great. So of course, we've lost a lot of visitors because we get a ton of people that, you know, come from, you know, internationally and um, who love to see more of that rural Western town. And, you know, we're not getting a lot of that flying traffic anymore, but we are getting some road trips. So of course, you know, our, our visitorship is down um, and we're right next to Tahoe. So we're getting some of that residual traffic that's coming down and, and a lot of local traffic. So we're getting people who are kind of discovering their own area. And I think Carson City is a hidden gem for sure for a lot of people because they're really usually going to Reno and Tahoe. And we're starting to see more of of the locals kind of living in those areas and coming down. But, you know, we've definitely opened and closed our museums quite a few times. Um, And hopefully they're reopening this week is what it's sounding like. So we're all just taking it kind of month by month and week by week and seeing what's happening with you know, the changes with, um, you know, the governor's mandates and things like that. But I just have to commend our community and just wanting to take care of each other. I think yeah. everyone's just been really respectful in the fact of, you know, wearing your mask wherever you go. And um, I think there's some stewardships happening on the trail systems too, where people are really protecting the outdoor element and really wanting to make sure that they can still go out and, and be in nature and go hike safely. So I think we're all just doing our part to make sure things are happening and, and staying safe. And, you know, Tahoe's actually been the total opposite where they've had a lot of over tourism and more people than they could even handle throughout this entire, um, you know, time we've been, you know, Mm -hmm. in lockdown. So, um, it's two polar opposites right next to each other. So, um, I think we're, we're probably like the majority of towns like us and, and cities and, um, that are kind of being, you know, just, kind of overrun at certain areas um you know we're not really feeling that but we're really feeling a lot more of the local love for sure good so i know um when i lived in san francisco many years ago um we took a trip actually to carson city for a wedding and you mentioned that you are seeing a lot more road trip traffic do you feel like is that coming a lot from the bay area like who is it that 
who do you guys try to bring in? Like, who, who are you trying to attract? I know, Kelly, you were you were talking about, gosh, this is so close to where we live. We can do yeah. this as like a day road trip. We could do it in nine hours, which after doing a 50-hour drive is nothing. So we'll be down. <laughs> yeah, you know, on average, I would say we're seeing mostly from a four to five-hour trip radius. And that's kind of just based off of studies from around the yeah. area. Um because obviously not everyone's stopping in our visitor center. So I wish we could talk to more people than we do. <laughs> um, you know, on a normal year, our biggest markets are, you know, Sacramento, uh, Bay Area. And then surprisingly, um, we get a lot from LA as well. And then of course, from all around Nevada. So we're definitely seeing more people from in-state. And that's really as far as from a marketing perspective, who we're targeting right now, just because we feel like that's... Um, you know, us doing our part to, you know, keep numbers down, but still stay alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a weird balance. It's been very hard to promote tourism during this time um, because yeah. you want to stay, keep your businesses alive in your town and, um, you know, still have people promoting the local economy, but you also don't want to say, Hey, everybody come here <laughs> because yeah. it's also, you know, wanting to protect our local community too. So it's yeah. been a weird balance, but Overall, we're just, you know, hoping that everybody comes out of this. I think speaking of, you know, coming out of this, not necessarily on top, but just like alive and making it through, um, (laughs) you know, it's, it's interesting seeing the small businesses and how they've been impacted. It was wonderful as we, as we were wandering through the streets of Carson city, um, we were talking (laughs) to lots of different people that whenever we'd stop for food or snacks or whatever. And, um, it was interesting to hear how their businesses have changed and such. Um, where was it? It was at the bank saloon that we went to Kelly. Remember? Yeah. Like, brand new. Brand new. We were kind brand of brand new just opened like, wow, that takes real boldness to yeah. open during a pandemic, but it was really well done and everyone was spaced, you know, the seats were apart and it felt new and clean and, um, everyone was happy to be there. You could just kind of feel the energy of everyone's just like, ah, oh, we're out and around each other, but it yeah. feels safe. And remember the guys started breaking into song next to us. And it was just, it was <laughs> very, was it was very fun. <laughs> yeah. So, well, but thinking about things like, like, like that new business and such, what's something that people who are coming through the area that they could do to be sure they're supporting those local businesses versus, you know, sending their money out of town. Um, I know I didn't see a ton of chain options for either dining or in whatnot, like in the immediate downtown area. So I don't know if that's something that maybe I just missed, but how can people like me um, make sure that we're supporting local and keeping the money there in the community? Well, thank you for asking that question because that is such an important part of this. Um, A lot of our downtown businesses, so we have, um, you know, Carson City is pretty big as far as the landmass. So actually south of town is where we have a lot of the more commercial areas. So we're kind of lucky that it's split up to where our downtown is really local businesses. And then south of town is where you can, you know, go shop if you need to go to more of, of your commercial spots. But truly any of our businesses downtown are owned by our local residents and and families. And so when you come down and you eat in Carson city and you shop in our small retail stores down here, you're really supporting, supporting the people that, you know, make Carson city run. So, uh, you know, we've been doing everything we can to keep our restaurants open, um, especially as they dial back because we're at limited capacity inside. I'm not sure what it's like in Florida, but 
Right you now we're at 25. You really don't want to know. You don't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, right now we're at 25 capacity, so you can imagine, you know, to have right. your your indoor seating cut, you know, down to a quarter what it was. Um, yeah. You know, we've been just trying to su- support takeout as much as you can and buy online at your local shops if you can, or set up an appointment to shop. So there's been a lot of unique ways that their retail stores are um, have adapted and selling some of their stuff on on Facebook and on social media. Um, but we've been lucky enough that we've still been able to go inside places and we're not a, a crazy, widely busy town. And so it's felt very safe to be able to go out into the community and shop and, and go into those small stores and make sure that we, we try to keep them open as much as we can. But the restaurants have definitely um, been something that we've been really pushing to go support because, um, because they need it. Yeah. So, and I'm thinking about, so, you know, tourism it trickles to every aspect of the community and um, thinking about supporting local when you're picking, say a restaurant to have a nice dinner. Do you have a favorite that, you know, sources their food locally that either works directly with a local ranch or local farm to bring everything and be as farm to table as possible. I feel like that's, that's one thing that I wasn't really able to, um, define as I looked at menus and such as we were traveling around the area do you have a favorite that's a really like solid farm to table choice to support in Carson City that is a great question and it's okay Uh, it's okay if you can't answer it it just came it just came (laughs) up in my mind we had an an amazing restaurant and we still do called gather um, but they've kind of been closed throughout this and um, kind of revamping their menu Um, it's not so much so prominent like this is a farm before table but a lot of our restaurants are sourcing as local as they can. And it was a lot more because we used to have a local vendor that that stopped <laughs> being able to, to do their local beef. But um, I don't have a solid answer for you on that one. It's just kind of small incremental pieces where they source their beef from a local farm or they get local lamb from Eagle Valley Farm. Um, that's right by Carson River Park. So um, right now we don't have that flagship farm before table, but, um, kind of restaurant, but, um, I would say the union and Cochina Lupo source all over the Reno and Carson city and Carson Valley areas, uh, to make sure that they're sourcing their ingredients. It's just not so much as a, um, you know, waving that farm before kind of flag. Yeah. But yeah. They're still supporting locally as much as, as they can, because I mean, why not? We're in a yeah. great agricultural area. Yeah. Well, cool. That's that's really awesome to hear that there are those places like you're saying, like Lupo and like Union that are doing that. So so a- assuming that things start to improve, you know, with COVID cases and how numbers are playing out across Nevada, across the whole Southwest, what would you say is the best time for people to come to Carson City in 2021? I, I feel like the window for 2020 is closing rather rapidly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I mean, thinking about like weather and the events that you guys would typically do in the city, when would you say people should start kind of chalking down their calendars and planning that out? You know, if it was a perfect world and we had a full calendar year and it was safe to travel you know, throughout the year, truly unbiasedly, I feel like it's always a great time to come here. But I think things start really picking up with events, which really is what makes Carson City special because we have so many events that are community-based, but also fun for a tourist to come to as well. 
but I would say in May things start picking up and then by June our events are in full force and then all the way through really November um, there's a lot going on and still things that you can do like the real bikes you guys did and um, you know the V&T train that runs and our mountain biking events that I talked about so I would say between May and November is a really great time to come and really be able to participate in events and still have great weather because even in november most of the time it's still 60 to 70 degrees here mm-hmm. um and it doesn't really what i feel doesn't really get cold until you know january february but i would say from may on you're pretty sad okay that's interesting um because in my mind i thought you were gonna say oh you know maybe starting in like like march it kind of starts to warm up but it's mostly snow so that's interesting that mm-hmm. it um gosh really in the 60s and 70s like still in november that surprises me <laughs> yeah like, it, it, you know it's really where the desert meets the mountains so yeah um, you know coming from the midwest it's it gets brutally cold but even throughout the winter it's still you know in the 40s most of the time we definitely have some cold snaps for sure it gets in the negatives and mm-hmm. it's really cold in in the mornings where it's in the teens but you know by 11 o'clock it's pretty warm here so so and you guys don't really cold. you don't really get like a hard freeze necessarily that sticks around because I in, I was picturing literally like Carson City kind of being snowed in until like March, but it sounds like it's not the case. Which no, um, someone said uh, something really funny the other day that I never thought about. But they're like, but when the snow is come to Carson City, so um, I'm just gonna say you can edit it out if you want. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's hilarious because it's true. Everyone from Tahoe comes down here, um, you know year round we don't get that snow it definitely snows sometimes it'll stick around for a couple days um you guys really were kind of in the coldest time that we had in a few months when you came here (laughs) snows and it's gone the next day for the most part so we're pretty lucky in that sense that we still get to experience that kind of winter wonderland but it's sunny usually the next day and it's gone so our roads aren't bad and as a midwesterner i think it's pretty magical that's actually (laughs) i think the winters are pretty amazing for the most part so i really you could come here year-round if you wanted to but as far as like things and being really active and things going on in the community i would say you know january through april it gets a little bit slower and then may is when more of the attractions start ramping up their events and there's more going on that's awesome because so you know i've written now i've written two articles about carson city because i think it's so cool in all of like my research and reading and experience it hasn't really struck me as a year-round destination, but clearly, I mean, if it's not being fully socked in in snow for long periods of time, that completely makes it year-round vis- visitable. Is that a word? Visitable? <laughs> visitable. <laughs> now it is. <laughs> yeah, and you know, we've got the museums that you can go to year-round, so uh, that's where a lot of people come in. And um, in the winter, I would say we're definitely kind of a, um, a couple nights stop for the area if you want to go see the museums and hit more of that history and find mm-hmm. more things that are indoors. So I think that's the nice balance in the winter with us because we have more things to do indoors. And then, you know, you have all the trails that, you know, aren't really snowed in. Yeah. Quick question. And then I've, I've got some more specific things, but um, when it comes to summertime, I know I've been in Las Vegas in summer and I felt like I was actually going to die because it was so hot. It it, it was like being in a convection (laughs) oven. What does summer feel like there in Carson City? I I can't imagine that it compares with that sort of intense heat. No, I would say we probably arrange in the 80s to 90s. So uh, it's usually in the 40s at night. 
So it's cool in the evenings, which makes it so beautiful in the morning. And then, you know, we definitely heat up during the day. Um, and then we have that sunshine all the time, which is amazing. But no, I think we get those desert nights and winter nights and it's beautiful. So the mornings are usually super nice and, you know, we run year round in the morning. So Love it. Um, it's pretty bearable. And then if it gets really, really hot, then we head up to Tahoe. And then we kind of yeah, flip-flop. So in the summer, like some people go up to Tahoe because it gets a little bit hotter down here. And then in the winter, they're coming down here because it's not snowed in and it's nice weather. Yeah. Something that I was doing in my research, um, I know that the California Zephyr line with Amtrak, that it goes to Reno. Is there, do you guys ever partner up with Amtrak or h- how do you, how do you consider your train travelers, because that's something that we've seen. We first partnered up with Amtrak a couple of years ago. Um, it was like, I think three years ago. And we've seen train travel get more and more popular again, almost not, not, not like it was like in the fifties, <laughs> but you know, that's really grown. Is that something that um, you guys have kind of either focused on or considered as like that kind of train travel market? I would say if you are going to take the train over to Reno and you want to come down, I feel like you kind of have to have a car. It's yeah. doable without a car, but we don't have the greatest um, public transportation that goes around the whole region. So if you're looking to just get here, but then you want to go and explore and you know find a cheap rental car for the weekend, that's how I would recommend getting around because you're just going to see a lot more. And you can even see just driving around Carson City. You really kind of need a vehicle if you really want to get to all the places that you want to go. Yeah, There's yeah. just a lot of ground to cover and a lot of things to see in such a, a short amount of time and such a short radius. So I would say um, that's what I would recommend, but yeah, I would say absolutely. Um, I have a couple other quick questions before we're done. Um, so when it comes to booking travel to Carson city, um, I know how to find flights from Florida and all that stuff, but I wanted to know, um, do you have a suggestion for either what is like the best hotel deal that you know of in town or is there any sort of either hotel or any of the casinos or travel brands that put together like a really great travel package or um or flight packages do you you know of anything like that that you could recommend that people keep their eyes out for we as a as a dmo as visit carson city we've been working really diligently with our hotels to really create um more packages in the community and really get more of our attractions on board to be able to do that. Um, But as far as hotel deals, you know, if you're a family that's looking for that breakfast and activities and like a really kind of a a smaller family, um, you know, the Gold Dust West, as far as casino goes, is a really great option because they give that free breakfast. There's a bowling alley attached to it. The rooms are nice and clean. Um, And then if you want to go down and, you know, hold the slot machine for a little bit. <laughs> you have that option too. Because I think that's what a lot of people think of in Nevada um, as well. And, uh, you know, that's probably one of them that has more of the packages. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as other hotel deals, they're offering, the, all of our hotel deals, that you know, they're really offering a lot of different packages right now. Not so much packages, but discounts and, and really trying to get people to Carson City. So it's changing all the time. Okay. So I always recommend just, um, you know, if you want to see all the hotels that are in our area, you can go on our website and see them, but their individual websites are going to have the, the best deals. We don't yeah. have that kind of connection to, to help with that. Yeah. I, I think right now, 
not that we want to encourage people to be traveling during certain restrictions or if they're not comfortable with it or are health compromised or anything. But right now, if you are looking to travel, there are some really fascinating deals available to, to lots of different destinations, but specifically, you know, in the California, Nevada area, you can find some very, um, great prices <laughs> and combos because everybody has been so restricted in 2020. So I, I've seen a lot of sales and marketing teams getting really mm -hmm. creative about what can, what can we offer people to come and, you know, explore, you know, separate of everybody else right now. So, um, yeah, yeah it, it really is interesting yeah. to kind of dig into individual sites and see how they're catering to the, the guests that they want to bring in. <laughs> Right. And, you know, our, if you're going to fly in and come to Carson City, you know, Reno's our closest and then we're a couple hours from Sacramento too. Um, but Reno's one of their biggest uh, airlines is Southwest. So that's probably where you're going to find the most flights from. Um, and that's, I know they're working really hard to make sure that they keep as many flights as possible going out of Reno. Um, just because we're a small airport too. So um, I would say, you know, check directly on on Southwest too, and, and the other airlines that fly out of here as far as United and, um, you know, American and Frontier just started out of here too. So I know there's been some, some great deals that have come out of there between um, us and, and It's really appealing to be traveling in and out of small airports, actually. That's like maybe a hook right there. Isn't <laughs> yeah. it really Not people. I love that airport. It's so really much. nice. To small ones make a big difference. It's a lot more enjoyable than the huge O'Hare's and that kind of thing, especially knowing, you know, we're all a little bit freaked out about amount of people we're around right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks so much for being on here with us today, Lydia and Kelly too. Thank you for hosting with me. Yes. Um, gosh, okay. it, it, it was you, wonderful Lydia. getting to spend time in Carson city and um, gosh, I, I really am looking forward to coming back. And so, yeah, me I too. don't know. Uh, we can't wait to have you back. Yeah, and I'm thinking, Kelly, you guys oh, yeah. can do okay. you guys can do a little road trip down, and I then think we yeah, and then it's yeah, down there, and we can do a little. I, I I it took me forever to get there this last time because I booked my flights in a weird way, so I ended up having a bunch of stopovers. I found a way to get there much more directly. Woohoo! So Good. maybe we can meet there again. Um. Anyways, thank you both for for being here and um. Everybody, please make sure that you check out twotraveldads.com where you will find our complete show notes. You'll find our four-day itinerary for exploring the Re Reno Tahoe area. Um, you know, of course, staying in Carson City because it's the central spot. Everything about outdoor activities, restaurants, you name it. So have an awesome day. Lydia, take care of Carson City for us, and we will see you again soon. Oh, thank you. And Kelly. Take care, Lydia. Take care. Everybody stay healthy. Two Travel Dads podcast is written by Rob and Chris Taylor and produced by Rob Taylor in Suquamish, Washington. If you would like to be on Two Travel Dads podcast or sponsor it, please visit us at twotraveldads.com slash work. <laughs>